maybe you feel kind of overwhelmed or underwhelmed by the mundane day-to-day aspect of life and you need something to pull you out of that routine, something to give you a deeper, more intimate encounter with the Lord. Uh, That's one way I would describe a pilgrimage. This is Truth Pop. This is Truth Pop. I'm Jake. I'm Kathy. Thank you so much for listening to and subscribing to Truth Pop. We are otherwise known as Cake. We're a young married couple giving you a Catholic take on faith and culture, helping you to live out your faith in modern day society. So today we want to talk about our experience of our recent pilgrimage and also why you might consider wanting to make a pilgrimage. Yeah, it was just a great weekend. Last weekend, we went up to the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Just a beautiful shrine. And we decided to take this pilgrimage, this trip. Part of the reason was because a priest inspired us to do that. Yeah, one of our friends, Father Parker, we were talking to him about our situation and just asking for advice. And he suggested that we make a pilgrimage. And I knew exactly where to go because I had been wanting to go to this place for a very long time. And actually, Dr. Edward Shree uh, recently talked about taking a pilgrimage on his podcast recently, All Things Catholic. So it was definitely one of those double confirmation things where we're like, okay, the Lord's clearly speaking here. So let's do it. Just taking our prayer intentions of wanting to build a family and getting that discernment, just taking that to the Lord. Um, So we decided last weekend to take that pilgrimage. And if you've never been to the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe, it is just outstandingly beautiful. How would you even describe it? It's like, honestly, a taste of heaven. It's like right in the middle of like these hilly woods and they have different stops along the way. And it's just beautiful. It it feels like you're kind of walking on the path of your life and you're you're kind of seeing your life from up above. It's a great way to describe it. And what I found profound too, babe, is that like when you show up to the welcome center, you think you're there, right? You think that you've made it to the pilgrimage site. It's like half a mile up this walking trail. And as you're guiding yourself through this trail, you see these really intricately beautiful statues of St. Kateri Tekawitha, which we really feel like she is definitely a special patron for our marriage. Yeah, she, you know how they say that you don't choose saints, saints choose you. I think that St. Kateri chose us because we got married on July 14th, which is her feast day. And we did not know that at the time. Yeah. Lo and behold, like she's right there, this beautiful ornate statue of St. Kateri as they're going down this walking trail. So uh, you'll see that. And then you see a statue of St. Joseph with the child Jesus. And then as you get a little closer to the actual church of the shrine, there's this memorial for the unborn. There remains were actually buried there oh, I didn't which even is know that. really wow. it makes it sacred ground it really does and then there's a rosary walk and so you can see an illustrative depiction of all of the mysteries of the rosary joyful mystery glorious mysteries it's just beautiful paintings that bring you there I really like that because we were able to pray the rosary and like contemplate on the image right before us and that really helps bring that prayer to life. And then you walk into this church and how would you even begin to describe the actual church? Oh, it's breathtaking. It's basically like you're stepping in heaven's doorstep. (laughs) It honestly felt like it. And 3 PM is when they do their holy hours. So, uh, just have the opportunity to pray in adoration and 
again, you see so many different guilds on the side of the church, different relics saints. Yeah, relics. Of um, the saints. Third class relics, I think. Were there any... Fr- like? I think they were... F- First class, First class weren't they? Wow. Like St. Therese of Lisieux, St. Faustina. Uh, you can enroll yourself or other loved ones in these guilds and your prayer intentions are remembered at mass, but just so comforting to have the saints intercession right there. So bringing our intentions uh, to the Lord and asking for uh, the this, this saints intercession. And then of course, there's a statue of the Blessed Mother and St. Joseph in the front too. You really feel, and I'm myself reminded of the the communion of the saints and just th- the fact that the Catholic Church is truly a family, right? Because I think that's one of the beautiful gifts of our faith, Kathy, is that yes, we have that intimate relationship with Jesus, but we also remember that it's not just a personal relationship, it's a communal relationship with all the saints and angels in heaven. Yeah, and it was a good reminder that they're praying for us. And another one of my favorite parts of the pilgrimage was the candle chapel. It was kind of a smaller chapel with a lot of candles and you could light one for an intention. All around the room, there were stained glass windows of different Marian titles. And a person told us that we can choose one of the Marian titles facing the candle that we want to light. And so we can ask for that specific side of Mary to pray for us. So we chose Our Lady of Sorrows to pray for our intention. So again, like if you ever have been thinking about uh, going to this particular shrine, do it. Like 100%. It is one of the most beautiful Marian shrines I have seen, but um, just the whole idea of a pilgrimage, babe, like let's dig into this. Uh, How would you describe to somebody who's never heard of that concept? What would you say a pilgrimage really is? It's really just a prayerful experience to kind of step out of your life. And there can be different reasons for pilgrimages. It can be for a specific intention that's called a supplication pilgrimage. It can be a gratitude pilgrimage if you're thanking God for a specific answered prayer. It could also even be a retreat pilgrimage, just kind of getting out of your daily routine and just reconnecting with God. It almost makes me think about the story of the transfiguration, babe, when uh, Jesus brought Peter, James, and John up this mountain and Mm. Jesus was transfigured in glory and What's so profound is I think these disciples really needed this mountaintop moment because of what was ahead. Because soon after this, we see the agony in the garden where Jesus is not necessarily physically transfigured in glory, but he's broken. He's sad and his disciples are scared. But yet Peter, James and John could go back to that mountaintop moment and hold on to that reminder that no matter what desperation they might be going through, or they might even see the Lord going through his suffering on the cross, yet they can go back to that consolation that God is in control and that he is there and he is present in their lives. So that really reminds me of when St. Peter said, it is good that we are here and it is good when you go on a pilgrimage, it is good to reconnect with God. I don't know if you can relate to this, babe, but I found myself during this particular pilgrimage with, you know, putting a little bit of stress and expectation on myself, not Mm -hmm. even necessarily on God, but like, because I think we were going with a particular intention that's heavy on our hearts. It's almost like I wanted an answer by the end of that afternoon that we were there. Like I wanted, again, some kind of consolation, some kind of 
transfiguration moment where you see not necessarily Jesus physically there, but you're at least hearing his voice in your heart, walking away with something concrete. Yeah. Yeah. It was like almost putting that expectation on myself. Like, Oh, I need to make sure I'm praying this amount of rosaries or doing X, you know, but if I didn't do it, then I wouldn't get an Mm -hmm. answer. That's kind of how I felt when we were lighting our candle because there was an opportunity for us to write down our intention, but I was so frazzled in the moment trying to figure out how to even do the process that I forgot to write down our intention. And so I was wondering, oh no, like, does that mean that God doesn't hear our intention? Yeah. It's easy to feel that way because I think like anything else in our lives, especially our spiritual lives, we might sometimes forget that it's not us doing the work, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. you know, it's it's God's grace acting in us. And that's the same thing for a pilgrimage or some kind of retreat is that all you have to do is show up and yeah, let your yeah. heart be open to it. You don't, it's not about doing this or making sure you say that the right way. It's just being present for what God's going to do. And maybe he's not going to do what you want him to do. Like, babe, I don't think either of us really walked away feeling like we had an answer to our prayer. No, not really. But at the end of the day, are we showing up because we want something or because we want to show God what's rightfully his, the worship and honor that he deserves. And I think a pilgrimage can just remind us of not necessarily the answer we're looking for, but the answer that he is good. That, you know, even Job in the Old Testament, it was like, God, like, why are you allowing all this suffering? And we don't really get an, a necessary answer at the end of Job. All that God tells us is that he is good in spite of the difficulty that might be there. So really at the end of the day, look at a pilgrimage is just a way to encounter God in his glory and in his goodness and in his love that you may not necessarily get what you're looking for. You might still be confused. You might still be uncertain as to what direction you should take in your life, but knowing that God is with you. Absolutely. And right now, World Youth Day is going on. I believe it's from August 1st to August 6th. It's in Lisbon, Portugal, and my sister's there right now. And she told me that the person who was in charge of the group she was going with said, this is not a vacation. This is a pilgrimage. So that was a good reminder for why she was going. It's a good point. And like, okay, maybe you couldn't go to World Youth Day. So you're wondering, well, where else could you go? Where else? uh, What's another good pilgrimage site? Looking at some places in the Midwest, Kathy and I are familiar with uh, in Wisconsin. There's also, other than the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe, there's the Shrine of Our Lady of Champion. Mm -hmm. Used to be known as the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help. But this is the only Marian apparition approved shrine in the United States to where we can say that Mary did appear here. And so you're able to go down into this little crypt. It's pretty small, but so intimate. And that's the site where Mary did appear. And I can just tell you the peace that you feel there is so palpable. Like it is otherworldly. You really do feel like you're taking one step into heaven. So if you ever have the chance to go to the shrine of our lady of champion, definitely do that. Uh, Another one is Holy Hill, right, babe? Yeah, that's a beautiful place to go to. There's another shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe in Des Plaines, Illinois. Kathy and I have not been to that one yet, but we definitely plan to soon. Another one that I really like is the one in Indiana. Oh, yeah, the Shrine of Christ's Passion. The Shrine of Christ's Passion because it's actually life-size stations of the cross. Yeah, any pilgrimage site you can get to, totally recommend that. 
And if you don't have the money to spend right now, if maybe just travel costs are too much uh, given the gas prices, never forget either that you're going on a pilgrimage every single Sunday when you go to mass. And I know that might sound kind of weird because maybe your church is five, 10 minutes away, but a pilgrimage isn't necessarily a long distance trip, right? So the reason why I would say you're going on a pilgrimage every Sunday is because when you go to mass, you're literally taking a pilgrimage to Calvary because mass is... Jesus's death and passion on the cross. And so never forget that you're getting a glimpse to the site at Calvary where Jesus died. And what a prayerful experience that can be if we really prepare ourselves for mass every Sunday and take the time to consider what we're really doing. This is Truth Pop.